Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We got some early sweep weeks. Some big teams go down. Tyler O'Neill, is he running or not? Players all the way. Let's get it. Welcome to Talking Baseball, presented by SeatGeek. Code Talking can get twenty dollars off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Might uh, might bump into some friendly people in the city of Baltimore, Trev, as I head down for Baltimore opening day because I feel spry and good. Uh, what's going on in Calabasas? You know, I just got back, had my youth practice today. We had a little miscommunication today, so things were already a little uneasy between us. Then I hopped on tonight as we film this, and you're sick as a dog. But but the one thing we know about you is you're built diffy, and you said, yeah. not my flu game. This is just how I am. Who yeah. is Michael Jordan? Mm-hmm. I'm a Diamondbacks fan. You're a Diamondbacks fan. Corbin Carroll's been getting cute. A lot of stuff to talk about. My goodness. Yeah. What's going on with you, man? Besides, yeah, you wanted to puke. You can see uh, I did a stream with Joe's McFly, uh, and you can see about I'd say two hours, three hours in, I change outfits, and that's really that's really when the tone changes. I'm uh, you know, I'm trying to do some baseball commentary. Joe's is playing the show, and I'm just I'm just running off the same. T- I'm like, hey, make make the pitch, uh, you know, nice nice swing, uh, and I'm just slowly folding into the couch so i'm hoping i ate something bad i had a weird lunch so i'm hoping we get this flipped overnight uh so i can enjoy a couple natty bows tomorrow we might be getting there early a little aquarium trip so i uh i need we need to crank this the first friday episode on a thursday (laughs) (laughs) we haven't we we haven't hit our normal time yet we will and i'm excited to get after it trev what'd you eat so I went, you know, I'm good for this once a month that I go to like the local store and they got the buffet out and I just load up. I I missed breakfast, so I was hungry, hungry. I wanted to do something fast. So, I mean, I put in a hodgepodge of stuff in there. Uh, there was one bite of fish. That would be my best lean. That would be my best lean. Uh, some thick boy dumplings because that's all I know. Um, Not the full I buffet. Good. I mean, that's you can't do the full buffet. Don't uh, random don't buffet fish. fish feels like our front runner. That's yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, I made a mistake. So did some of these teams, Trev. I'm interested to get your take on Tyler O'Neill because that's been, I mean, that's been all over the board. Uh, I got some thoughts. Okay. Some uh, thoughts. what do we want? Do we want to do a little NL burn first? Throw it back. That used to be. That used to be our leadoff hitter. Maybe it's a Monday Friday thing. You tell me, Big Poppy. This is your show. You start let's, burning. Let's get it. And Trev BBD, we're starting off in Milwaukee, and the broomsticks are out. Ten oh nine oh, and then how about a walk off? Garrett Mitchell gets it done. The kids, Joey Weimer, dirt on the jersey, brew crew. How about him? Looking good to start the year in the Centrals, formerly the mid Reds and Cubs split two games. And that's obvious Reds after winning the first one, they got a lead on the Cubbies and the Cubbies put it on them. Your guy, Patrick Wisdom, Ian Happ, Nico Horner, all with three hits in that game. We got 
uh, rained out Wednesday night. Speaking of sweeps, Cardinals? Er? But when you hear it's the Atlanta Braves, it makes a little more sense, don't it? Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. does his thing. Austin Riley, Matt Olson, date my daughter, please. 473-foot tater from Austin Riley. He's young. He's thick. And the Braves sweep a good team. How about it? Speaking of a team that can't get swept, my snakes. They split two with the Padres. A little two-gamer. Why not? Gallon Day wasn't full-on Zach Gallon. And that first game, the walk-off. Hassan Kim after talking baseball. David Dahl bringing up the rear of that Padres lineup. How about it, kid? Uh, and this one's not as exciting for you, Trev. Dodgers sweep the Rockies. It's a two-gamer. Uh, but how about some of the vets? Jason Hayward with a big day at the office. Frederick Freeman, Muncie, uh, all the names you know pretty well. Uh, how about James Grove? Make Michael Grove, excuse me, making his MLB debut. We love that. And that's the National League. We got a lot of NL, we got a lot of AL, we got a lot of IL, and it's all brought to you by new partner. Hello Fresh. Yes. You know Hello Fresh at this point. They take the hassle out of mealtime this spring by delivering free proportioned ingredients and easy to prepare recipes. Not to flex some of the perks, fellas. We got sent some Hello Fresh cuz they wanted us to try it out. I'll say this. If you're looking for the step up from just getting food and meals delivered, if you want it a little fresher and cook it in the experience and maybe Trev, I know you like to add a little bit of flavor in there. HelloFresh allows you to do that. And once you go to HelloFresh.com slash Talking50, you know what that five zero is? That's Fitty. Talking Fitty, 50% off plus the first box ships free. That's HelloFresh.com slash Talking50. Start using America's numero uno meal kit um and trev i think i i didn't do it last episode but now that we're rolling braves five and one leading the nl east mets are mets and marlins three and four phillies and nats one and five one and six your brewers are five and one pirates four and two some fortitude reds are three and two cubs two and three cardinals two and four dodgers fortitude themselves padres snakes and giants three and three in the west and the rockies are three and four so Daddy Trev, where do you want to take me? I think we continue to be a crompod. I think that's the best okay. way to do it. And it just so happens that probably one of the more fun series, well, depending on which side you're on, I guess it could right. be one of the more miserable series, uh, was that Mets uh, in Milwaukee mm. series. And we got some brewing there, bro. Man. Pun intended. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they got some kids down there. And we question, how many times do we question the Brewers for not going and doing what we want? Yeah, you made some trades. You did this, you did that, you, you know, brought in Winker as that can be enough. Looks like they had their eyes on some of their prospects, some of the young guys. Mitchell made his debut last year, but, you know, Weimer and, and Terang coming up. These guys look good, hungry. Weimer swings like a, like a caveman, kind of. Mm. Like, just swings the crap out of that bat. Uh, he had a nice homer there. Mitchell's been doing his thing. It's been really fun to watch these guys. And they sweep a a, a Mets team that is very good. And, some, and against some really good pitchers. Now, I know Cookie Carrasco, there was some velo stuff going on with him. Scherzer, not really sure, in the middle of the plate a lot, I'll tell you that much. Um, but Brew Crew, 
the offense is looking good. They're fun to watch. Yeah, man, the the kids are no joke. And if you're at least for now, you know, it's it's a long season, but they got, you know, three kids playing in that lineup with some retooled. You know, we talked Jesse Winker, uh, who I've seen him have some big hits early on in this season. How about Brian Anderson? A little reboot from him. Remember when he was like the Marlins all star? Um, and yeah, this is the dream series. If you're a fan, right? You win the first two and blowouts, you know, a little golf claps at the end, 10 0 and then you're down. It's getaway day. We won the series. There's no way. Right. And then it is. Uh, and if you're a Mets fan, you know, that bullpen that had become too hot of a topic for some of the wrong reasons, uh, they give it up and Garrett Mitchell, uh, you know, in this this isn't a guy who's not a prospect like Garrett Mitchell, top 100 guy that, hey, the Brewers need to hit on their kids. They often do. And uh, yeah, go Brew Crew, go. Trev. Are they buying you back? You know, they kind of pushed you away last year. They did. And maybe I didn't listen enough. You know, when, when teams say we trust our prospects, I'm like, usually that's a cop out. I did <laughs> hear that from them. So I can be wrong sometimes. Now I love they're already like branding these dudes, calling them the freshmen. Like I, I kind of dig it. I've talked mm. about the home run celebration in Milwaukee. I'm on board with it. Um, the cheese works for me because um, mm. it just makes sense, right? Right now they're a fun team to watch. And Corbin Burns hasn't been Corbin Burns yet. We know he will be. Um, he had a rough start there. Again, Scherzer uh, didn't look too good. Wade Miley got his hundredth win. Yeah. Uh, he had a nice start. Six innings pitched, uh, no earned runs in that second game. Um, but yeah, Hey, we talk about the Cardinals and how good they are. And, and we're going to be talking about them later on for probably the wrong reasons. Mm. Uh, but this Brewers team is definitely going to be going to be there. I like the way they look a lot. Yeah. And I mean, Wade Miley, that's not a joke. Our, our stat guy, Dalton, who you may know from Blitzball and some other things around the office, Wade Miley's his favorite pitcher. Do what you want with that. But I've never seen someone. So excited for a Wade Miley dub. Um, I never, I, I never have. So I'm excited for him. Uh, and the Brew Crew, you got it. You love what you're seeing, Mets. And we're we're going to say stuff like this on repeat, Trev, and we kind of hate when we do this. But, you know, if you're a Mets fan, you're clearly not overreacting. You got, they got some decent Verlander news, right? Like he's, he's going to be throwing more. So, I, you know, if you're the Mets, I guess, the biggest thing is the bullpen, which, you know, you had arguably the best closer in the game. He's gone. It's going to be a topic. Um, and they hoped it wouldn't be a topic so early. I think that's it. Yeah. Hope let's, um, Trev, you mentioned those cards. We're central guys, man. Uh, you know, we've, we've left, left the coastal leaders behind because I really want to hear your Tyler O'Neill thoughts. Third time I've said that cool stuff, Jake. Um, cause, this ain't the easiest one. I'm I'm a big fan of, you know, if if you really don't book it out of the box or, you know, I get it. As the summer gets long, it's April 6th right now. Um, but then I looked at the replay and it's not like it wasn't cooking with gas necessarily, but it, you know, to to get bench for that, I I have to think Marmol is just trying to send a message to the team in general. So Trev, uh with that, what what are you thinking? Now, for people who don't know, it's yeah, there's a Tyler O'Neill play. He's on second base, kind of like a soft liner, just decent liner hit to Acuna and shallow right. He's coming around third base. And yeah, it's it's not a hundred percent. I think anyone that's watching can see that's it's not a hundred percent. so he gets thrown out. 
Um, and then, yeah, Ollie comes out in the press and calls him out, ends up benching him. Tyler kind of is caught off guard by the comments. And the yeah. second day is what gets me a little bit, Jake. I don't like a manager using the press uh, to come after a player in general. Uh, I feel like maybe there are some instances where it could be warranted. I don't think this was one of them because I think Tyler has, I mean, when you think about Tyler O'Neill, do you think about a dog? I mean, I think a fire hydrant with arms and I do, and I, I hadn't gotten <laughs> here yet. Um, he does have a little bit of an injury history for a young no, guy. Yeah, exactly. Dude, this guy, you know, this guy wants to stay on the field. Here, here's where I'm at with it. Um, <laughs> ironic. Go, go watch the play. Everyone needs to go watch the play so you can have some context here. I don't know if we could put it in there in post. I don't know how we – this is where – I don't know. But it was starting to rain a little bit. Bases are slippery. He was he was going to be hosed at home plate. Ronald Acuna came up and fired an absolute bullet. As a runner, you don't have great options anymore when that's the case. You're running. You're coming around third base. You peek at where the ball is. It's a freaking 95 mile an hour dart right to the catcher. You're out by 20 feet. What's your best, what's the best case scenario for you? You just slide into the catcher, right? Like, yeah, pretty much. What are you going to do? You can't truck them anymore. They don't really, I mean, you're not going to slide head first and try to, you know, get a lane. Not when you're thrown up by that much. They're going to be there blocking the plate with all their gear on. I think he saw that one. I was like, fuck. Like, almost kind of like giving yourself up. And, and you know what? I, I can see it a little bit from Marmal's perspective. Like, yeah. Like he's not going hundred percent, but do you, do you want him to, right. and even if you do, and that's fine, you're the manager, have your expectations, set them. I I just think that's like calling him out in the press. And then the second day, like doubling down, essentially what's up. Yeah. It, it feels like, and Tyler O'Neill, that's where he ends up coming up good. He's like, you know, why, why didn't we do this behind closed doors? Cause it, it feels like a conversation. At least we're having it. Um, and by the way, I don't, you know, I don't know if this ties in, but I saw Lars Newpark gets nicked up too. So like, I, I don't know, man, I, I'm shocked. You know, when I hear a player gets benched for not hustling, you know, you're assuming someone's lollygagging. I, I don't want to be rude to a guy who's a legend where he's from, but you know, I, I watch a lot of Robinson Cano. <laughs> he was kind of the first guy that really entrenched himself on not necessarily having to bust it, but guess what? He did that. He got older, he did it to stay healthy, and he stayed healthy. Go look at some of that guy's game logs. He did some other stuff, too. So, yeah, I guess, Trev, when does does that conversation happen? Did you ever have it with your managers? Like, hey, man, you know, I'm, I don't know, my calf's a little locked up. If you see me not bombing it second to home, like, it, I don't know. I guess, do how do those conversations go down? Typically, you mean, you have those talks if you have an injury or something that you you understand but you also like gain a little bit of leeway you know the longer you play the more dirt you get on your spikes the more uh, you know accolades you receive and this Tyler O'Neill's like kind of been around the block a little bit what's what's his service time right now let me look four years going into this an MVP eight two gold gloves like he's not a guy that you uh, he's not a rookie I'll tell you right. that much He's right. way more veteran than rookie. So I think that's this that's kind of what gets me into this whole thing. You're your manager, have your standards, fine. But like also have standards about how you talk to the players. Yeah, I, I think maybe, Tyler's come off much better in the situation than Marmol. Yeah, and there's there's a little, you know, the Cardinals 
you know, tough schedule to get out of the gate and it's probably not what they wanted. And, you know, Trev, I do think there's more layers to this, right? This is a guy that was almost traded. We, we saw, we saw some of that information come out. We knew Cardinals outfielders were, were on the, the tip of a lot of things. Tons. I think it was the, our Marlins, the fish, uh, good tweet. Someone said if his name was Jyler O'Neill, he'd already be oh, I saw on the Marlins. Uh, so, you know, our, our theory lives on there. Yeah. I, uh, any any sport I've played for most of my life, leading up till now, I'm getting old and stuff starting to hurt. I'm hustles all I got, uh, so I didn't expect to see the clip and be like that. That was it. Yeah, and look, they get swept by the Braves. Whoops, Braves, uh, the Braves wagon. Uh, They're doing you just it. Ki- They're you doing just it. kind of forget sometimes, man, that they uh, top to bottom pitching. Starting relief, uh, and up in the, you know Austin Riley. How's your four seventy three foot home run? Like that's that swing he put on that. Talk about lean back, like oh, what a feeling that is. You know, oh, I know it, I know it. Yeah. Um, go Braves, go Cardinals. Something to watch. I I really started drinking their Kool Aid early on in the season. Um, like right before the season, I was just like, damn, they are deep. Um. Let's see what goes on in the Lou. Uh, Trev, I think I want to jump to we got a topic and uh, one of the more fun comebacks of the season. Uh, the Padres, Ha Song Kim with the walk off right after Daddy Doll, our friend. Um, and then we get a little Ron Culpa show. So I, I don't know if you want one or one of those or both of those. Let me get back here one sec. Yeah. All right. Um, I like I love the comeback. Obviously, it's amazing. David Dahl came on sequence with me and uh, talked some hitting. He's very cerebral and he's had some tough times. Yeah, finds himself on the roster. He's uh, started a few games for them, and then this is obviously a massive bat. Uh, that's one thing that you know we talked about. The Padres last year didn't really have great depth on on their bench. I think they have much better depth this year, and, and it's times like this where it kind of comes in handy. I think he came in. After a defensive replacement, my guy Longo hits the bomb, right? Yeah, hits Longo, the bomb baby. to put him ahead. Then we have to get a pinch hitter. And like when you have guys like a David Dahl on the bench, uh, that you know, have a Nelly Cruz and Matt Carpenter really helps out. So Dahl ties the game, everything's going sweet. And then our dude Kim just unleashes yeah. on one. And he He's... took his helmet off. And what I liked is he didn't want to throw it out there. He, he just needed to carry it. Carried it like a little like a little lap dog or a little baby or something around there. And then after the game, uh, some of his quotes are pretty good. He's like, I, he felt bad because he took all the shine away from, from David Dahl. Yeah. If you uh, are David Dahl, you are kind of like, damn it. (laughs) Well, I'll say this, David Dahl, uh, one for nine on the young season and that's his one. So, Hey, you made it count. And I saw Kim, uh, becoming one of my favorite players. Me, uh, me, BBD, and Lorenzo, Zoe from We Got Ice, we did a, a Wake and Jake episode, and we ended up on who's a jersey uh, from someone not on your favorite team Ooh. that you would go get. And I I think he got he got thrown around like he's he's a guy. There's there's so many options. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a. Uh, I think he's doing how... HS Kim on the, as his name on the back of the jersey now, which that's bonus points Swag. there. Swag. And it's good. Uh, San Diego's a baseball town. We haven't said that in a while, right? Uh, we talked about all the money and all the dudes, but that place, 
that place is lit, man. And I don't normally say that ironic, like unironically. No, it's crazy. Like the chant they do, the Hassan Kim chant uh, when he comes up is awesome. Uh, yeah, they. they uh, I mean, they're they're going to be such a fun team to watch. We got freaking Tatis causing problems in the minor leagues, getting dudes' feelings hurt. Did you see that? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Holy smoke, Trev! That's another interested one. I'll kick to you because <laughs> I don't know where I land on it. Like I'm, I'm kind of not happy for the minor league kid, but um, I don't know. I guess he shot back. What? Well, I don't know why he didn't really need to shoot back, bro. You left the pitch middle in a fucking yeah. really good big leaguer turned on it and deposited where it's supposed to go. Like, don't get mad about that. You know, you just got to make a better pitch. Um, but yeah, he, uh, Padres Twitter, it's all over him. Got all over him. I, yeah. I, you just can't do that, man. Don't open yourself up for that. And don't, you know, it, it comes back to if you didn't want him to hit a homer, then don't have him hit a homer. Uh, and, yeah, man, they uh, I'm a Tatis. It's starting to like sink in uh, that he looks you know we're down there. Here's my question to you: You're two that weeks, pitcher, right? Yeah, you have a bomb. Have a bad tweet. It's a bad tweet. Just we got to say tweet. that confidently. Have a bad tweet. Look, it could happen to anybody. Right. Tatis is down there. Guy like him, all that money. He's buying both teams a spread. Yeah, you beat the spread. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great question, Trevor. Uh, and I, I got to know if they could eat the spread. I, I'd love to. I'd love to know if there was one meal short. <laughs> maybe the next day. Uh, that would be. Uh, that would be a good one. Uh, and a shout out, my snakes, as I wear the hat. Jake McCarthy uh, made an incredible defensive play that that allowed them to win that second game. And uh, no news here, really. Xander Bogarts uh, is hitting. So uh, tough to see that coming. Uh, Trev, I, I want to touch on Machado, or you you want to skip on that? Um, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't want to say I'm over Ron Culpa, but you know, you give me all the characters in the play, and I could have written it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I thought when he took the helmet off. I was like, "Who's up?" Yeah. Okay. And people are like, "You know what? Machado should have just asked for it earlier." Agreed. Agreed. He should have just asked for a, a second earlier, but. Didn't we get the memo out like, hey, we're just going to tell the umpires to have a little bit of common sense about things? Didn't we get that? It went from being strict in spring training yeah. to at the end of spring training, they were like, let's let's figure this out, guys. This is one of the instances where you just say time. And somebody's and another person I saw somewhere was writing about how if you have two strikes and you have a timeout and you're not in the box, it should just be automatic timeout if you're not ready. Yeah. We shouldn't have like we don't want at bats to end on this. That's not the yeah. point of it, right? So let's put some more of these these safeguards, as they've been calling them, in because we don't want to see Manny Machado not have a chance in front of all the fans that paid to see Manny Machado have a chance because he was a tenth of a second late with his hand. Yeah, like that doesn't make sense to me. That's not what the rules for. So. Garrett Garrett Cole's last uh, last. At bat of the game, uh, the clock goes down to zero. They both try to call time. He's got a step off left, and the ump doesn't give it to him, and that's that's the way it ends the day. You know, I bet I, I'll speak as a Yankee fan. I guess I would have loved to see Garrett uh, throw that 3-2 pitch. Um, yeah, and Trev, I don't, you know, people don't like when mom and dad fight. I'm uh, 
I'm having some pitch clock like okay baby steps back. Uh, a couple of these games have been a little too quick. Like there's times I'm on my couch like I'm scared to look at my phone or or fire off a tweet. So I I don't know. I still want to I want to see more. It could be gone and you know, I could not feel that in 3 weeks, but it's still just a little there's moments where I'm like, "Whoa, like what what just happened in that half inning?" It it does it does seem like it's it's moving no matter what. That's kind of the feeling for me. Like it's like like the tide coming in, like it's coming. So I agree that there's no more, there's very few instances where you have time to, yeah, go somewhere and not miss baseball. I want to see more. Um, if we could land, you know, a little, you know, Sandy's Sandy's start, which we'll talk about in a minute, buck 57. I mean, I know yeah. he's, he different, um, but that's a, that's a quick game. Uh, Trev, I think that's all the pure NL, uh, a couple Dodgers notes. Michael Grove makes a debut. Expect him to enter Cy Young talks. And uh, Jason Hayward, Trev, I know you almost worked in this Dodgers front office. He hits his hardest home run since 2015, man. It's a. Uh, I don't know. What's interesting, too, is, I mean, that hasn't. Yeah, I mean, it just didn't play out well in Chicago. Like, could it have if there was just different people around him? That, that always kind of scares me. If you're a hitter, you think about those things all the time. What if I had a different, you know, voice in my ear? Like, you know, there are things that like that that happen. But, yeah, the Dodgers sure seem to find stuff. We want to let people know. Like, if we're not touching on your team a certain week, we're trying some different stuff here. I think the topics are yeah. kind of interesting to us. So, you know, that Reds and Chicago series – it was a good Cubs comeback. I, I actually, I was watching it because uh, I might have placed a little bet on the Cubs to come back, um, mm-hmm. and so that was a that was a big rally. A lot of a lot of gambling in the John Boy Media office since baseball season has kicked off. Um, and yeah, I, hey guys, leave it in the comments if if there's a if there's something you think we missed or something we want to do more of or less of, let us know, and we're open to it. It's it's early in the season. It's a new year. And uh, we just want to put the best product out there. That's all we're about, man. Yeah, man. Shout out Jason Vosler, big three-run homer. Go Reds. Go Hunter Green. Was I in his Instagram DMs? Yeah, I was. Rev. Yeah. Nice. Nice. How many pitches that guy thrown over? It's like 342 pitches over 100 miles an hour, and the next closest person is like 30. I mean, the graphic that popped up, it's one of those things that's like, oh, like he's okay. So you're, you're basically a different... You're in a different world that if you figure it out, uh, he's going to be a problem. And the Reds, they got some young pitchers. Latolo, Ashcraft, baby. Um, Not a great start for Hunter, but again, figure some stuff out. We rock him. You want to do some American League, Trev? I do. How about your Toronto Blue Jays? They take three out of four from your Kansas City Royals. The Royals win the first game. Our guy Brady Singer back doing it. You remember how strong he finished last year. Uh, unfortunately, the rest of the series was Blue Jays all day. Uh, Kikuchi with a nice bounce back start. Manoa and Gossman do their thing. Uh, and yeah, you you know those Blue Jays guys. Varsho, Chapman, Vladito. Uh, the boys take care of business in Kansas City. Um, even though... Uh, Melendez, Pasquantino, and Witt. We're going to be saying those names a lot uh, for the next couple years and 
Should be some fun moments for our Kansas City Royals. Not this weekend. Speaking of fun moments to come, the Baltimore Orioles. Not only do they take two out of three from your Texas Rangers, but they call up the kid, Grayson Rodriguez. Glad he finally got some seasoning to get ready for this start. Uh, hey, kid, take the pill. DeGrom's on the other side. <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough first matchup. Hopefully it becomes a fun note in Grayson Rodriguez history because, like you mentioned, stuff plus uh, the kid has it. Uh, Josh Young with that thick neck. But Orioles, they take the first two. Kyle Bradish uh, leaves with an injury. Uh, we don't like that. Uh, Orioles, one of the wildcard teams this year. Speaking of, the Detroit Tigers, maybe your most surprising result of the weekend. The Tigers take two out of three from Houston. They take the first one in extra innings, uh, and then they take game two. Houston locks it in uh, that final game. Uh, our guy Christian Javier is still doing it. But how about Matt Veerling? He was traded over there, game-winning two-run yacker. And the Tigers, a season-best 12 hits in that second game. Let's see. I'd love to see two Tiger players like go off this year because you look at that baseball reference from last year, and it is not a baseball boogie. Trev, some wild ones late night out west, Monday night, maybe the craziest game of the season so far, 12-11 to 11 Guardians over the athletics uh the game was back and forth i mean pure chaos every inning uh if you're following jimmy's new betting style uh you would have made a lot of money on this one because everyone came back and then by the way the guardians that final game they got another one trev hunter gaddis six innings pitch one hit uh they pitch miles straw with a really good catch cleveland social media saying he's a gold glover i'll find out Let's watch the season. Halos, Tony Kemp. Vanderbilt's Tony Kemp with the walk-off in the other game. Angels take two out of three from the Mariners. Uh, they win on Castillo day as he goes 5.2 shutty. But how about the Angels early in the season? Shohei, he shoves. You know that. Brandon Drury with one of his first big games as a Halo. Uh, Logan Ohapi, friend of the family uh, with a home run. Love that for him. Uh, Phil Nevin's quote, we keep coming at you. Nice, Phil. And that's what happened in the American League. Trev, how about some, some AL standings quick? I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> AL standings, Tampa Bay Rays are 6-0. and oh, We'll get to them. Yanks are 4-2. to two, Jays 4-3. and three. Orioles three and three, Red Sox three and four, Guard Dogs five and two out of the gate, Twinkies four and two. We'll get to them. White Sox three and four, Tigers two and five, Royals one and six, Rangers and Halos on top of the West for now with their fortitude. Houston at three and four, Oakland two and four, and Seattle two and five. Slow out of the gates. So we we got a we got some topics in the American League. Trev, what which one do you like? I think we start up there uh, with the Cleveland Guardians at the A's. Like you said, that was some pretty fun baseball there. The first game, Guardians win. Uh, Jose Ramirez doing Jose Ramirez things. And, you know, I talked to Rosie about this. You know, he scored the run on the, the Josh Bell sack fly. You know, great head first dive in the home. Like, does the whole thing. Like, that's kind of like this identity that the Guardians have. 
and this is like, you know, everyone tries to to do kind of what they're doing. Not everyone has the pieces to do it. But yeah, take the extra base. Like cause havoc out there. Like let's win that portion of the game. It's going to help us. Uh, and when you have like your unquestioned leader kind of always with his freaking jersey dirty, you know, doing things like that on the base pass, it's easy for the rest of the guys to buy in, especially the young guys. They're looking up to Jose Ramirez. I mean, he's the guy there. Um, he's the guy everywhere. Yeah. You watch that guy play, try to play like him. Um, but that was on full display. I mean, and kind of for both teams, you know, Kotze is doing a really good job there in Oakland, you know, kind of making sure these guys are fighting. They understand what they're up against, no doubt. Um, but, mm. but to, you know, have your boys playing like the way he's having them playing, I think is good. It's a really good ball out there. Uh, please act not so hot needs to figure that out. Uh, they're kind of running thin there. Uh, with the starting rotation in Cleveland with McKenzie out as well. Uh, but they look good, man. Cleveland looks really good. They look like they look like the real deal. They look like a team you don't want to play in the playoffs. No, you don't want to play them ever, man, because they they do it all. Their their whole lineup uh is pretty much hitting at this point. Not Oscar and, and Josh, but and Rosario Sheesh. Uh everyone else is hitting. And yeah, the Oakland team, Trev, I'm gonna I'm gonna start planting this seed. I think we're a year away from them being pesky. Like I, I don't think I don't think this season with how good the AL West is gonna be, but they've got they've got that Oakland A's energy and they have a plan, man. Like they knew they were gonna bring in Katze and they were gonna give it leash, and it's always different in Oakland how they operate. But yeah, that team's team's a bunch of pesks, man. Uh and you know, my guy Tony Kemp, one of my favorite Instagram accounts. Reminder, follow okay. Tony Kemp. Um, he, uh, he loves ball. He loves his wife and that's kind of it. It's powerful stuff, man. It's kind of like you, Trev. I love Tony Kemp. Shout out. Yeah. He gets the walk off knock there. Um, comes back tough air that led to a couple runs. Gets a chance to redeem himself. Does it. Um, and that's kind of like what I was talking with content, like really preaching that you have a guy like Kemp who a lot of those guys on the Oakland uh, team respect as well. This guy's a veteran, been around the block. Um, when you have, you know, your guys showing uh, through adversity like that, it's really good. Trev, let's hop over to Texas and Baltimore. Uh, like I said, Baltimore wins the series, but I think more importantly, uh, Grayson Rod, Grayson Rodriguez, like number one pitching prospect for a little bit now. He gets the call. Trev, I can tell. I can tell from your Instagram likes when something hits you and the video of him with his dad after his first start. I, I could tell I could tell by your like how much you like that. Um, the kid gets the chance again. I hope the DeGrom thing becomes a really cool footnote in a couple years. Um, and if you're an Orioles fan, you got to be you got to be stoked. You knew he was coming, but you kind of didn't know when. Yes. And one thing I really loved about the start with him is young guy clearly going to have, you know, emotion running through you. Like you're right up against the Grom. He's from Texas. So he's got people there, a lot of adrenaline and you have to be able to calm that down. And, you know, he wasn't, he had a shaky first inning. Didn't look too good. And a lot of guys will go run and crawl in a hole when that happens. But then the guys that are different, like Jake story alley, mm. Find a way to harness it. And I know he's got some good veterans there with uh, Gibson. You know, I'm sure he talked with them a little bit about it, but harnessing that man and then coming out, whether you have to take a deep breath, whatever you got to do, figuring it out. He ends up putting a pretty good stat line there. Um, 
and he you're right man like he's electric filthy slider freaking 98 at the top of the zone i think his last strike out of the day was 97 at the top of the zone see you later showed a little bit of emotion there we always like that um chris rose always talked to me about grace rodriguez and i told him <laughs> um like i don't really watch prospects bro right like <laughs> until i see him in the big leagues i don't i, I just that's just not my thing uh, but he always mentioned him uh so I've, I've i've kept up on him a little bit and he's he's gonna be something he's a problem Gibby, seven innings, two earned. Whoops. Oh, don't touch on that. I got. Oh, you might. It sounds touch like you could hear more later. And I guess if you're a Texas fan, that final game, uh, DeGrom bounces back and your formula works. It goes DeGrom to Smith, Hernandez, LeClerc. No hits allowed by the bullpen. Uh, that's uh, that's what they got going on there. Uh, Astros, Tigers, Trev, you're buying all the Tiger stock you can? No, I'm not. I oh. I would tell you if I was. I'm not buying the Tiger stock right now. Um, I am the thing I'm most interested about the Tigers. And this is, Tigers fans be mad at me. I'm interested in what Miguel Cabrera is going to get from each franchise when he makes his you know farewell. The Astros gave him a cowboy hat and some wine from Dusty Baker's Vineyard. Mm. Nice personal gift, but I don't know if that's a farewell gift. Where are you at? If you're in Houston, yeah, Texas. Who big? Will you get Miguel Cabrera? You're the GM there. I'd get him a grill. Yeah, I said the same thing on baseball today. I said get this dude a smoker. Right. <laughs> he's been he's been smoking meat for years on the mound. Um. No shout out Tigers. Though. I don't mean to disrespect. Uh, no, Matt Veerling it's... freaking mash is a you know two run homer and was it the eleventh inning. Uh, to go up. It's a difficult place to go there in Houston win games. They win the first two. Uh, Houston with some good news. Uh, Bregman um, is slumping like crazy. Pena was slumping like crazy. Yeah. And uh, they're still scoring runs because they got a fucking deep, deep lineup, man. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Tucker never stops. And yeah, 0 for 19 for Pena, 0 for 18 for Bregman. Sheesh. Uh, Altuve and Brantley on the on the IL. That's a that's a formula to not necessarily win games. Uh, I don't think anyone's worried uh, about that result. Uh, we did guard dogs Oakland. Uh, you got anything Angels Mariners Trev? Um, we get a Shohei day, which is always a treat. Uh, Angels have won three consecutive series on the road. Let's go, boys. Yeah, no, go go Angels taking two out of three in Seattle. I feel like they kind of always play well in Seattle. That, I could be totally wrong in that. Maybe I'm just thinking about Mike Trout. Trout um, does, yeah. He tortures them. But they, uh, yeah, they're looking good. I like that. Uh, Reed Detmers, only four and two thirds there. He had only two earned runs, seven Ks. Gets a no decision. Kirby didn't look too good in his start. Uh, then you get Castillo doing his thing. Um, AJ Pollock, my guy. Two homers. Yeah, you get a... Two homer day out of him. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez uh, puts up a big day. Uh, Ty France still a base. I forgot if that was his last series or this one, but I, I know all the MLB the show people uh, were happy about that. Again, Phil, now this one, this one cracks me up. We we keep coming at you. Yeah, hell yeah, Angels. Why not? Shohei had another rough first inning, uh, but he kept coming at him. Uh, and figured it out. His end line was really good. Six innings pitched, uh, three hits, one earned run. Had some walks. Got a violation as a hitter and a pitcher. It's kind of cool. 
Yeah, right. That <clears> was. <throat> I was surprised how excited people were for that. Uh, but hey, we we love a first, right? Who was yours again? Oh, good. it's a good story, but offline. Okay. Yeah, mine was my uh, freshman year RA. Um, Blue Jays Royals, great unis. College, great unis game. I was and in my head, I was saving myself for the right girl. Um, not like a religion thing, but you know, I thought like it's gonna matter, and then uh, swung the big stick one day, and here we are. Uh, love you, Jess. Happy birthday, Noodle. Sixth birthday, sixth birthday for Noodle the Doodle today. How far we've come. Yeah, right. I mean, he used to. I remember he used to be a puppy. We're getting emotional. I saw it on Instagram. Just yesterday, he was five. Yeah, right. Um, Adam Simber. Adam Simber gets a save for Toronto. He pitches gross. uh, Vladdy back-to-back homer games. Uh, And again, I think I like both of those unis. I guess that's where I'm at. Burn it, baby. Your interleague baseball. Let me get there. The interleague series, the Chicago White Sox take take off against the San Francisco Giants. I see you, Tom Prizman, my guy, still in the lab getting work done. Giants take two out of three. They take the sandwich games, Disco and Woody on the bump for that. Couple couple guys on this Giants team. David VR with a massive game. Yes, with a big game. Davis Conforto, three hits uh, on the bookend there. And yeah, uh, Dylan Cease. You betcha. He he did it in the middle game. Uh, the good news out of White Sox camp. How about Liam Hendricks uh, ringing the bell? Cancer free. Uh, hopefully we get to see him on a baseball field soon. How uh, how cool would that be? Trev, the Twins undefeated season. 4-0, and 11-1, a blowout. But the fish with arms. Sandy, oh my goodness. Uh just absolutely disgusting. Uh, and then Lopez, he's facing off against his old team. But baby Jesus, Lazardo, uh, he shoves toe-to-toe with them. And Soler, a little Soler power with the two homer days. Good for the fish. Sorry, the perfect season is over, Trev. Ray sweep the Nats, and that's obvious. Uh, even the, the middle game where the, the Nats were fighting and had the lead, they end up winning it. By four runs, uh, they've been blowing out everyone. It's their first 4-0 and start ever. Luke Rayleigh's hitting ding-dongs. Uh, man, they've outscored their opponents 44-13 to so far. <laughs> My goodness. Go, Rays, go. And the Yankees, they take two out of three from the Phillies. Phillies, they need to win their first game of the season, and they did it on the second one. Uh, but Colin Cortez... The Yankees' two best starters in their rotation right now. They get it done. Glaber Torres cannot be stopped right now. Trey Turner, two for five, RBI and a steal after visiting the office. Huh. How about that? I guess if I was a player, maybe I'd visit. Speaking of visiting Fenway Pack, the Pirates came into town, and they brought the broomsticks. 7-6-4-1-4-1. Roansi. Uh, gets it done. Uh, so does Keller. So some starting pitching from your Pirates. Uh, after all those crazy games at Fenway, they neutralize uh, that Red Sox office. Jihan Bay uh, with a sick catch on the monster kid. Uh, and Red Sox fans, just slight panic on Twitter. 
Just slight panic on Twitter, and that's what happened in the Interliga. Slight panic in Boston. It's a slight panic in Boston. Chris Sale. Well, oh, we're not talking about it yet. Oh, it's all right. Eh. Yeah. Um, Trev, how about we do some Rays dominance? Uh, so far they are undefeated. Uh, they are the last undefeated team. Uh. It's pretty easy to point at Nats Tigers and say undefeated. Their next series is against Oakland. Jesus. Um, Penn might be coming in play. Uh, they pitch a ton. Wander is a star of stars. And uh, I think if you're a Rays fan, you play with a little edge anyways if you're a Rays fan because you kind of <laughs> naturally hate the other teams a little bit. Uh, I think they're out for blood and they're a little... They're a head tilt team this year. A lot of injuries last year, and that rotation is kind of the hot topic online. Do the Rays have the best rotation in baseball? I'm Chris Rose. <laughs> Once they get Tyler Glass now back, too, I think they might, man. I mean, that you, you said it all, basically. This team is spinning it. They're hitting it. They're playing great defense. Every time I look out there, Manny Moore goes, making a diving catch. Randy, Randy Rose Reina is looking back in the stands, you know, doing his – Doing his deal. I mean, this team is absolutely firing all cylinders. I guess the one thing you could say, Ooh. schedule watch, nationals. I think they opened up against the Tigers. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. You could talk about that. You could. So we don't get too far ahead of ourselves with the Rays. We think they're a, an amazing ball club, but you know, there's there's a gauntlet coming, uh, and they know that. Now, are they up for the challenge? One hundred percent. Cash talking about his rotation just says they just want to one up each other i like when there's competition like that yeah and clubhouses uh rasmussen's absolutely nasty when do we talk about him trev i i you know i don't i don't want to say it in a rude way but like you know mcclanahan we talked about the efflin signing springs uh you know jimmy's guy uh glass now <laughs> yeah rasmussen's 27 and all he does is deal he just fills the zone up too Give me that, man. If you're able to do that, fill the zone up, strike people out. I mean, he'll get a game under two hours if he wants this year. Can the Rays win the AL East? I'm Chris Rose. Yeah, of course yeah. they can. I think they can. If they stay healthy and 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 got some guys step up and Wander and Randy have MVP-ish years. I mean, a lot of things have to go right for every team, but they – there's teams out there every year where it happens. It lines up. And could it be the Rays year? Shoot, they got the roster for it and the depth. Couple guys on the way, man. Curtis Mead, Taj yeah. Bradley. Um Yeah. Uh And they the were Rays. trying to sign or trade for Juan Soto, weren't they? Like, so there's like some magic or tricks up their sleeve. They're a new Rays, you know. They Was that not real? Wander. Was that just not real? What's real, man? Simulation <laughs> talk. <laughs> you want to do that? Let's go. Um, sorry, Nationals. Uh, yeah, you got raised. They are too. Yeah, uh, Patrick Corbin. Got to. I don't know, man. You getting them checks? It's, it's tough. Tough to watch. All just in the middle of the zone, hittable stuff. Trev, I don't. I don't want you to throw anyone under the bus. But have you seen? I mean, yes, you have. You've seen players go through stuff like this. Um, what do you do? What what do you do? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the situation. Uh, right. You got to be 
willing to make adjustments at some point, change some things up, pitch, you know, repertoire or usage or arm slot or something. Uh, Cause it just hasn't been pretty. It was ever yeah. since, if I'm not mistaken, hasn't been ever since he pitched uh, in relief and pitched a bunch of games in when they won the world series. Pretty much. Like, has it been the same since then? I don't know if you can point to that. Yeah. But I know it's I know it's wearing on him, man. That's the toughest part. Yeah, and you wonder, um, you know, if he ever ended up it, it's what runs through your head, right? Like if if a Rays or a Dodgers ever took a flyer on him, does he have some sauce in there? And like think about that. We just talked about it with hitters. Like those thoughts run through your head. Am I getting the proper coaching where, you know, Corbin, you gotta Looking in the mirror and looking at the coaches, you got to have some interesting, interesting thoughts running through your head. Um, Trev, we had a, <laughs> I think my favorite, I don't want to say my favorite ejection of the young season, um, but it's because I, I like this guy and and our clip of it was really good. Uh, TA7, Tim Anderson uh, gets the hook. Uh, and man, I, it's just a really funny clip, and everyone in the dugout is doing the. I'm talking to him, man. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> uh, and it whenever that happens in baseball, it's got to be a horrible feeling as an ump. But I don't think they they fully ever admit that. But um, we had we had that ejection. And Trev, are you are you telling me there's a little breakdown on the way with uh with some info? Well, in game one, we had uh, Kopech on the mound, and you know he was over the plate with pitches. Uh, and I didn't watch this start, but I saw all, you know, what happened. I saw the homers and stuff and I didn't really pay too much attention to it. And then I started to prep for this show and I was like, I, I want to see these homers at least. I mean, get, I think it was three homers in an inning. Uh, let me go check it out. And within three pitches, I was like, Oh, okay. Mm. These dudes were taking absolute daddy hacks on these off speed pitches. And, Basically, what I told Jimmy, I was about to tweet this, but I say I passed it off to Jim. He's gonna do a nice breakdown on it. Um, I said when you see guys like either laying off off-speed pitches, like auto taking, or taking massive hacks and getting the results they want, like they were getting, I mean, you, you could assume that something is awry, and it was. There's some stuff going on. Um, I texted Giolito and said, "Do you guys see this?" And he's, so they already had figured it out as well. So uh, not going to happen anymore for Kopech, hopefully. But if you go back and watch that inning, uh, if you can get it before Jimmy makes the breakdown, I'd be curious to see if any fans can see it. Because it was pretty obvious. I mean, I'm talking like legit three pitches. I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, four four homers in the fifth inning, seven home runs on the day uh, for the Giants. I think this was their most home runs in a three-game series since <laughs> 1961. Uh, nice, Dalton. Good snag. Um, and yeah, we're your boy Blake Sable with his first career home run. Um, Elvis Andrew, 2000th hit, yeah. and go look at that guy's stat page when you get a second. If you like hits and stolen bases, might be featured in a John Boy Media video soon with Trey oh. Turner. A little, a little MLB over under, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, pesky giants, Robert. Big, big game, too. Um, excited. to. Oh, I was Robert in center. The little three for four. Yeah. Uh, oops. Hot. 
Um, excited to see the breakdown on that. You should too. Your twins, Treb, any updates in Twinkie land? They're still riding high. I mean, look, if you really look at, you know, what happened down there in Miami, you got Sandied. Yeah. One nothing. Kenta Maeda looks amazing. You gotta be really stoked about that. I yeah. think I think like you'll you take that if you're a twins fan. Okay, Sandy, we're gonna lose one nothing. We're gonna see Kenta Maeda give one solo shot, five innings pitch, and that's the only run he gives up. I mean, you gotta be happy. And he looked good too. You know, kind of spinning it up there, change of pace, painting when you need the paint. Um, so you'll take that. We mentioned it was an hour and fifty-seven minutes, uh, that game. And then the next game you could kind of point to the same thing. Hey, Lazardo looked really good. Yeah, man. Buzzsaw, you can be that way. And Pablo uh, matched him. I think there was some friendly banter between the two before the game, like saying, hey, like that's who can do it better. Uh, Pablo's looked really, really good for them. You're the fish. Uh, Solaire with the homer and four RBIs, or two homers, excuse me, in the four RBIs. That's what you are looking for. Chris Rose always tells me it's painful to watch the Marlins play because they just don't score enough runs. And yeah. they're going to have to rely on guys like Solaire and, and uh, Abisayel to go. Uh, does did Jazz come back after he got knocked out of that game? I don't think so. I think he's on our injury report down there. Um, I can double check. Uh, uh let's see. Bradish. That's a tough one, man. That's uh, I got a concussion breaking up a double play. He was just sliding, but his head went right into Farmer's knee, man. That does not feel good, dude. Leaves Wednesday's game due to right shoulder injury, and yeah, shoulder. That's. As a hitter, that's that's one of the spots. We oh, called uh, shoulder. Okay, I, I saw him like kind of here. Maybe just hit him right in the neck or something like that. Um. Yeah, Trev, you get a the boys get shut down for a day. It's Sandy Al- Alcantara, or maybe it's your 2014 Twins, and and you boys get the business. It's one of the best pitchers in baseball. After the game, is it just, whew, All right, we don't have to do that tomorrow. Like <laughs> any voodoo or anything else. No, yeah, you probably just you tip your cap and you say that's probably the best starting pitcher in all baseball right now. And we had a chance to win. Like I said, like you just go to your Kenta and you go to your bullpen who's been phenomenal and you say, hey guys, like keep us in the game. We'll score. You know, tonight wasn't our night. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, man, you just got to say, fuck it. We got beat. They look good so far, man. I'm excited for Minnesota. Trev, any Yankee takes you want on? Uh, Glaber is is playing out of his mind. He looks insane, huh? He looks happy, man, and he's uh, you know, the joke used to be he's only twenty two, right? I think he's twenty six now, um, and yeah, he he looks comfortable, um, and he's he's starting to hit the quotes. And Trev, we've been dying his like celebration. It hits a, if he hits a home run, he kind of claps for himself. Like he kind of, he like, he's kind of telling the crowd like, yep, we, we can celebrate that. I'm, I'm that guy. Uh, so he's tasting himself and Garrett Cole, uh, early on in this season is, uh, is breaking some Yankee records while, uh, Phillies get their first win on the board and they gotta be saying, can we just stop with the interleague play? Yeah. Um, God, that's, I don't love that. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, one takeaway if you're a Phillies fan you got uh, Strom making like a spot start if you will he goes four innings pitch with one hit you got to keep him in the rotation now uh, it's a nice little effort uh, and Trey Turner actually asked for that victory right he only asked for one victory he should ask for more <laughs> Trey uh, I think people would expect me to suck up anyways but uh, Trey's a dude uh, Trey's a dude we, we put him through our little uh, content ringer uh, 
you know, nothing above or below him. He saw Joe's gaming computer and he was like, hey, is this the 4.2? And Joe's was like, oh, you speak. You speak the lingity. A uh, big Fortnite guy, Trey Turner. I'm out he was, on now. He, he was a <laughs> I love li- you, Trey. I'm out now. <laughs> he, he was a little embarrassed to admit it because he's like, none of the teammates play with me anymore, but I, I kind of like it. So, um, just he, kidding. I'll uh, hang out with you whenever you want. Yeah. He, uh, in his bank account, uh, and we were excited. <laughs> you know, as, as many Yankee fans as we have in our office, we were, we were excited that Trey had a nice day after, after visiting because these players, they're a little, uh, superstitious, Trev. I don't know if you know that. A little uh-huh. bit. Um, yeah, you're right. You mentioned Cole, you mentioned Nestor doing his thing. How are you feeling as Yankee fans? Uh, six games into the season, you feeling strong about the team? Yanks? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's funny. All their really good guys are playing really good right now. So, you you know, you kind of take that and you're four and two. You won both series that uh yeah you know the hiccup's gonna come they're leading the leaving the friendly confines of yankee stadium and let's uh let's see what the first road trip looks like there's definitely some holes that we spotted before the season but let's let's see what it looks like in may uh and trev i I don't know how close you guys uh are anymore but hixie's hixie's going through it right now and the fans aren't helping i saw some of that that's that's tough for him yeah uh he's got to perform you know that's new york that's it uh, I was going to say JD kind of, he came up lame. That kind of opens up things for you guys. Like it, in a roundabout way, it's like, not good. I, I want to see that guy on the field, but. It's going to be an interesting next step. Uh, are they going to call up Peraza who's been playing third base in the minor leagues? And he was the other guy competing with Volpe or, you know, IKF playing a little third base. He made a couple plays over there as Waldo can move anywhere. So yeah, it's, um, I think Yankee fans are excited to get their first taste of where do they stand with Peraza? Cause we knew Volpe was the golden Volpe was the golden child. Um, you know, it, do they still, are they still in on him? Are they going to let him run for two weeks? If Donaldson goes on the aisle and we'll, uh, we'll find out tomorrow probably if they're going to make a move on that. So, uh, and then I think our final series, Trav socks, kid, uh, get the business from the pirates. Uh, Man, Reese McGuire hit what they they thought was a three-run homer in the bottom of the seventh. Then they review it, and it's foul. That's that's a tough feeling, and uh, I don't know. It, it's I, you guys know I bought a little bit of pirate stock before the season. I'm you know I'm not cashing in or anything like that yet. But uh, if you're the Sox, you see the Pirates coming to town, you you expect sweep the other way kind of it's just that baseball mentality where they've been for the past couple years and to be on the other side like i said a lot of those socks people i follow on twitter they uh the questions are getting a little loud are the pirates like a pesky team this year are we going to be talking about that because they have some guys that could make them seem that way you get this start by mitch keller in there he goes settings pitch with one and run uh Contreras looks pretty good there he goes five and two thirds with one earned run Brian Reynolds is kind of doing his thing like there we mentioned there's names on this Pirates team they can go in there and put up a professional ball game with anybody and they kind of showed that this weekend there was some of the young guys making some catches like you said up there my guy Bay he plays a little mm-hmm. bit of everywhere doesn't he not just outfield he plays the infield as well I hope I hope Jake mm-hmm. that the stock that you bought you know, does a little Dogecoin, and we get a little bump mm-hmm. there, man. I would love that for you. Just a little spike, yeah. They're uh, 
They're stealing bags. They're fifth in steals, and uh, they're bullpen. Uh, Bednar, Holderman, Moretta, Underwood Jr., Zestrinsky. You pitch, you win. And uh, I think that might be the problem with the team they played, at least early on this season. So, Two decent starts out of the Boston starters. Pavetta kind of does his thing. Kluber bounce back start. Cutter Crawford, not so hot. Uh, he gets up seven earned and four. Um, they're going to have to out hit. I mean, that's the MO there. Like You're going to have to out hit people. Uh, you're not going to win scoring one run for the Boston Red Sox. So kind of what I'm seeing there. Uh, but it's early, man. I expect this team to hit. I do. Oh, and they will. And they will, especially at Fenway. Trev, that was the first chunk of the show as we get into some individual performers, awards, and all the goodies. And all the goodies are brought to you by Muggsy Jeans, the most comfortable jeans on the planet. They're also, also in the chinos and jogger game right now, made from buttery, soft, patented stretch material. That's what it's about. You got that pat and you're golden. Uh, and they have it. They're frankly the best thing to happen to legs since chairs. What a line. What a line, Muggsy. I might have to might have to shake shake. I want to shake your hand. And right now, you can go to Muggsy.com and get 10% off with code baseball. You can remember that one. Muggsy.com, code baseball. They're all Jimbo wears. They're most of my wardrobe. Uh, you know, I've got some of the silly stuff that sneaks in there. But otherwise, we're Muggsying it up. So go to Muggsy.com, code baseball, 10% off. And there is a link in the description. Trev, you want to do uh, your standout? I will. I'm going to go with my guy, Jorge Soler. Uh, we talked about him a little bit. Uh, he goes two for four with the two homers against my twins. Four ribbies, two runs. And for me, like I kind of mentioned, this guy is paramount to any sort of Marlin success. And I want to be seeing Sandy throwing in some meaningful games. I don't want this Marlin season to go to waste. And I think we've we can ex we probably even expect it to, but if Solaire can come up and be a power threat that they need, which he has been in the past, uh, just as recently as uh, twenty one with Atlanta in those fifty five games. I mean, he had a uh, where is that an eight eighty two OPS slugging five twenty four. That's the kind of production they need. Off to a great start this season. Six extra base hits and twenty seven at bats. I want to see those pitchers. Pitching in meaningful games. I want to see the Marlins be good. I don't want to see them just be, you know, oh, we play in a tough division. Let's give up. I don't want to see, you know, them lose a bunch of games, you know, three to one or one to nothing. Like, let's get some production offensively. Jorge, so there's a big part of it. So far, so good for them. He's slugging 704, seven games. I understand people, but that's where we're at in the season. Remember when he like won the World Series? That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, guys. <laughs> When he runs into one, you, you know about it. Hmm. Trev, I didn't realize uh, it's getting fishy. Uh, it's getting fishy and stand out because I'm going Sandy. I, I mean, I know you know, but do you know? Uh, complete game shutout, nine innings pitched, three hits, zero earned runs, one walk, five Ks. Like you mentioned, Trev, it's early on in this baseball season, right? Uh, last year, Sandy Alcantara, he led in complete games, shutouts, Innings pitched and batters faced. He won the Cy Young. This year, he leads in 
Game started, complete games, shutout, innings pitch, batter's face, and also home runs per nine. He hasn't given one up yet. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see, uh, you know, because they have Sandy under that really good contract, right? Um, yes. It's not. It's oh my god, he makes six point three million this year. And like nine and like seventeen. I think the most is twenty three, right? Nine, seventeen, seventeen, twenty one. Can you do some for me? Um, huh. Hey, Marlins, how about uh, figure it out? And maybe Solaire's part of it and the rest of the team, but uh, figure it out so we can watch this guy pitch in important games because he's, uh, I don't know. I, I know the the punch outs aren't there with some of the crazy guys, but he's a horse, man. He 228 innings last year. You know, don't that's... you feel like he would he, he could punch guys out if he wanted to? Like yes. how we talk about each row, he could have hit yes. whatever homers. I actually feel like Sandy could just punch your fucking ticket if he wants to. I think he I'd have to watch more and Marlins fans sound off, but if you're Sandy, your stuff's gross. Attack hitters. And yeah, I bet when Sandy gets in a tough situation, do I think he can dial up and throw something a little more unhittable? Yeah. Uh I think he's the best pitcher in the game. Not really a hot, not really a hot take. Um, all right, some good awards. Some guys got jobbed, huh? Yeah, there's some guys that really went off. Um, Brian Anderson, former Marlin, keep it fishy, three for four with the double yeah. and two homers. Are we just gonna get straight into Enfuego? I think we can Fuego, and maybe even Trev, you can combine some of the other guys we missed uh, that were potential standout performers. Like Wago. I mentioned Brian Anderson already, uh, but in that series, six for 10, a double, three homers, nine ribbies, five runs and a walk. Uh, Brian Reynolds definitely deserves the shout out. Uh, weird contract stuff going on. Uh, still doing it. Seven for 12, a double, two doubles, three homers, five RBIs. Glaber, we mentioned, backdoor banging to the right oh. field. Six for nine, a double, a homer, four ribbies, two runs, four walks, and three bags. Are we doing it, Glaber? Are we 30-30 in it? Are we? Mm-hmm. Would love to see that. Is it a contract year for him? Next year. Next year. Matt Vierling. Yeah. Big homer down in Houston. He goes off in this series. Seven for 13, a double, a homer, three RBI, two runs, a walk, and a stolen base. Uh, we talked about Rasmussen a little bit. Six innings pitch with a seven Ks. No walks. You love to see that. Our guy Alec Manoa, seven innings pitched, one hit, no runs, four walks. Coming after a Verdugo call-out mm. session. We didn't really talk about that. Can you catch me up on that a little bit? I'm I'm not like fully up to speed on it. All right, here we go. Let's do it. Um, Verdugo went on a show, a podcast, and said uh, talked about how to celebrate the right way and emotion and he said one guy he just said fucking out of nowhere he's like one guy who i doesn't who i think doesn't do it the right way is alec manoa and he called out some situations last year with frenchie and bobby dalbeck where manoa was kind of seemingly taunting them looking at them and talking shit and he and verdugo said if you do it with the boys with your teammates everything's good but once you start directing it towards other players that's when it's not so good uh manoa came out the next day and was like I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like what he says, essentially. 
I'm going to play my game. So I kind of like respect both takes, to be honest with you. Like Manoa surely can do whatever he wants to do. And he's one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. So like, as long as you're one of the best pitchers in baseball, who the fuck am I to tell you anything? Like do what you got to do. I also agree with Verdugo's point. Like there, there are ways that, you know, you talked about this on baseball today, like the generations pass down wisdom. And, and one of the things you always hear these guys say is, you know, direct it, direct your passion towards your teammates, celebrate with them. Don't point it at anybody else because I mean, for a couple of different reasons, I mean, we don't want to see the neck balls, dude. We don't want to see anything like that for no reason. And I mentioned it again on baseball today, but like Alec Manoa doesn't have to step in the box. So, you know, and that's where things get settled. Right. Right. Yeah. Interesting situation. Still dealing, doing his thing. Manoa, do, do whatever the hell you want, man. Yeah. I, uh, if, if you had to pick a winner, I'm, I'm team Manoa. Uh, the fact that Doogie's talking and thinking about him because <laughs> he's performing well and he's celebrating. That's, uh, that's exactly what Alec Manoa wants. Um, so I, don't think I, Alec Manoa, I really don't think he cares or I really think no. he doesn't care. He, he does not. Um, cause guess what? All he's done is shoved in his life. So, and he's a massive human. So he, he really doesn't care about much. Um, Verdugo, I, you know, while I'm putting him down here, uh, still one of my favorites. He, uh, he was home run went over his head. He was messing around with dudes in the bullpen. He's just, uh, the, the fun side of baseball when, when he's doing it, it, it doesn't get much more fun. Um, all right, we got, a. Can I, I get think... a couple more in Fuego before we stop? Give a couple more. AJ Pollock. Teoscar hey. Hernandez. Go Seattle's hey. outfield. Two homers apiece. Four total with them. We mentioned uh, VR for San Francisco. Two for five. Two homers and five ribbies in that Monday game. Did he have some help? Sure. Doesn't matter. Got the results. Uh, I think that's it. Peter Alonzo, two homers. Yeah, the polar bear. Uh he uh he keeps going. I you know, I don't know if we want to do this as a segment, but uh we have some injuries on here that a I guess lot of people, injuries. people would want to know. I mentioned Lars Nootbar, uh, Tyro Strada, uh the young prince. Uh Max Kepler removes from the game, Trev, Johnny Cueto, Bradish, uh, after being hit in the ankle with a line drive. We hate that. Uh Josh Smith uh gets hit in the face with a pitch. Uh that's always scary. Joey Wendell to the 10 day IL, Trev. Uh Oblique during BP. You hate that. Um, Brett Beatty, who some Mets fans are clamoring to get called up, he uh, uh, he left the game to a thumb injury. Uh, you mentioned Jazz. We'll see what's going on with Donaldson. Man, the one that that crushed me a little bit, Eloy to the ten day IL with a hamstring. Man, I uh, God, I want to buy. I'm so in on that guy when he plays baseball, um, and he just. He needs to play baseball, and hopefully this is his only IL stint of the year. Trev, you have the honor, my good man. I am going to give the disqualified from the race award. Mm. Why would I be giving that award? Well, Kyle Bradish, as you mentioned, had to come out of the game early so if you're disqualified from the race you had to start early like my guy tyler wells did comes on an emergency not only did he have to do that 
You move up Kyle Gibbs to the next day. Both these guys came in in emergency situations against a good team and absolutely shoved. Tyler Wells, when a pitcher's not pitching on a day, a starter, they don't, they're not ready to pitch. They do their work and then they sit in their hoodie and they eat gummy bears and mm. they maybe have a PB&J and they get a coffee and they sit around like dorks talking about Lord knows what. I guarantee Wells and Gibby were having a ridiculous conversation about something. Bradish goes down. Wells says, I'll do it. The mm. bullpen had been beat up, so they really didn't have a lot available. This was not like a, a, a good situation for them. His quote is, I had to run back there, get in uniform, get everything prepared. Nothing that you, nothing that you can't throw on a little bit of clothes real quick if you need to. I don't know what that means. That's a mm. bad quote that I just read right there. Anyways, mm. five innings pitched from him, no earned runs, no hits, uh, no walks, two Ks. Out of nowhere. That's amazing. That saves your bullpen. Kyle Gibson, then, like I said, starts the next day on short rest. He goes seven innings pitched with six hits and two earned runs, no walks. So I give it to pitchers all the time here, Jake, yep. about how they're soft and especially starters, specifically starters. Uh, but when something good happens like this, when they step up in the line of duty, when one of their brothers gets injured and they come out and perform like this, and then you get Grayson Rodriguez to come up, like it was a great day or a great series for Orioles starters besides Bradish getting hurt that led to this. You talk, we talk about vibes. If you ever wonder what that is, uh, you know, like you said, pitchers can be delicate creatures to, to put it tastefully. Uh, and for him to step up like that and say, yeah, I'm, you know, give me the pill. Like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good to go. I'll let it eat. We'll figure out the rest. Uh, you know, what's that do for him in the locker room? You know, uh, cause he, if he doesn't, does it even come up? No, like, no, they just piece it together in the bullpen and figure it out the next day. Um, so that's one of those. I'm, I'm lucky that I'm a Yankees fan and we've got all these, you know, we got a lot of veteran starters and, uh, you know, there's not a lot of guys that kind of operate that way. You know, the regular season's the regular season. Let's get through it. Let's be right for October. And, you know, at the same time, it's a little smart. Like if Garrett Cole ever came in early and he tweaked something like it would be, it would be pure chaos. Um, but Hey, good for the kids stepping up. And yeah, that's, uh, it's got to be good vibes in the Orioles locker room, calling up the kid and uh, having someone genuinely step up like that. Can I say something? Yes. I screwed my whole punchline up. I mean, disqualified okay. from the race. Why? Because they started early. That's what it was supposed to be, <laughs> and I butchered it. Okay. I'm still riding high off my Manfred clock ring, so it's fine. It's uh Manfred clock ring. Uh, Trev, I mean, fantastic stuff. Uh, how about us, uh, Marlins, Orioles for some awards, and for my last final award of the show, that's brought to you by Blue Moon. Ooh. Trev, I uh, maybe I'll have a couple tomorrow if I'm feeling good. Opening day in Baltimore, that might be something I do once in my life, so I better enjoy it, and you could enjoy it. With Blue Moon. You guys all know Blue Moon at this point. That Valencia orange peel, class, mm. class, class. It's just different. It's just different. It's a Belgian-style wheat ale, one-of-a-kind beer that's made 
brighter. Bring the ballpark to you. So if you're not going to Orioles opening day, you can bring the ballpark to you. Go to get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Blue Moon made brighter. Get it delivered, people. Rainy day, stay in. Stay in. Have a couple hops at get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. You know there's a link in the description. Um, they got delivery options, guys. What are you doing? Why not? You get everything else delivered, you know? Trevor, uh, like I was just saying, you know, we, we've covered the spectrum today. Double double fish award, uh, Orioles. Uh, I'm heading back to a, a team that, again, you, you hope I can doge at some point. Um, I'm going to go with the stock. The stocks are already doge, Trev. Wow. Brian Reynolds is off to a hot start this season. He uh he got off to a slow start last season. He had a tough 2020, which if you remember was only 60 games. He is out of the gate. 417 batting average, four homers, one steal, a one dot slugging. And his manager came out and I thought there was a beautiful juxtaposition while we spent a lot of time uh about St. Louis today and what's going on with Tyler O'Neill and that whole situation. And it's public Brian Reynolds, his contract situation has been more public that we've seen a lot of players take it right. Like, you know, it's almost been a, you, you say that's like an NBA thing or there, that's a football thing. Like you don't see that in baseball. And I think people kind of had that knee jerk reaction when Reynolds first happened of like, you know, just go play, man. You're getting, you're getting paid millions to play. Baseball. Blah, 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 blah. His manager came out and said, you know, I we know about the situation and Brian has hasn't let it affect anything between the lines or anything like that. Uh, whatever's happening uh, externally, he is always the same guy. And we'll see where our pirates go. I Again, going through the tweets like they agreed to an extension, but he wanted an opt out. So that was the only thing they're missing. Uh, we said this a lot last year, Trev, with a guy named Aaron Judge. Um, and every time he did something, which he did that a lot, by the way, we say the price went up. <laughs> and if you're Pittsburgh, uh, I don't know, early on in this baseball season, price ain't going down. Um, and it's um, it's an interesting baseball reference page because we – uh. You know, a career 850 OPS, Trev, 283, 362, a 129 OPS plus. This guy's a switch hitting outfielder. Um, you know, I know there's some debates if he's, if he's how long is he going to stick in center? I don't care because guess what? If you have an 850 OPS at any position, you'll stick. Uh, so happy that he's off to a hot start. Uh, hope it continues. And, you know, I'm uh, I'm enjoying some Pirates baseball early on in the season and he is the key cog you know we we can get excited about uh bay and we can get excited about cutch is back and hey maybe o'neill cruz becomes the guy guy but brian reynolds is the guy um and he uh i wonder if he becomes a storyline again this season if a contract doesn't get done trade deadline where are the pirates if his stock is up 
and you're the Pirates and the extension fell through, you know, values, value. So interested to see what's going on there and happy for a Vandy boy, Brian Reynolds. I would love for him to be part of the rebuild there. Like, or, you know, the next window, I would love for him to be part of it. And I think that's kind of what they have to decide. Sounds like they want him to be. Uh, kind of jokes on you for your award because you're doging his stock and like the Yankees are trying to like probably get him. So kind of zooed that one a little bit, but I agree. It's been really fun to watch him. I like, I mean, I want the pirates to be good, dude. Mitch Keller. We don't really talk yeah. about him too much. Nice little start here. Uh, one of Kotuk's buddies. He has nothing but glowing uh, reviews about him. Uh, and like I said, they got some familiar faces there, man. I would love to see that happen for them. Uh, but Brian Reynolds, like you mentioned, being able to separate your off the field business with your play on the field. That's a, that's a, it's not easy, man. Right. You know, like you got guaranteed money in front of your face and you, and you, you think you're worth more, but you also understand if all of a sudden you don't perform, you're going to cost yourself. So he's got supreme confidence. It looks that way when he plays. Uh, so it must be real. And if you're the players on his team, you know, you could think, well, how does that affect the clubhouse? As long as the guy's showing up, putting in yeah. the work, doing his thing, it doesn't matter at all, man. You actually, you probably respect it, if anything. And so, yeah, get what you're worth, bro. It helps everybody. And uh, Trev, if we go 20, 2021 till now, uh, you know, he had a very nice rookie season 2019, which, hey, if you want to add that, you can. Uh, 2020, 55 games, the numbers just weren't there. Since 21, man, 285, 370, and 873 OPS. Like, that's... You're approaching. I, you're approaching elite. When I when I heard the number was around a hundred million, and they're kind of agreed, like pirates, figure it out. Because like everything we just said with the Orioles, Grayson gets the call. Guys are stepping up. Man, if if that extension inks and the boys are in the clubhouse, that's got to be a fun day. Do you have any of those, Trev? Any teammates got the extension during the season, and you know, a little a little celebration or something like that. Yeah, I mean, there's been some big ones like Joe Maurer signing his extension was mm -hmm. was big. I remember like a, uh, he was doing a bunch of stuff like that. He even wore Mizuno gear one day to spring training because Mikey wasn't paying him what he wanted to. <laughs> one he wore it one day, and they can met his they met his. <laughs> uh, uh, one specifically I remember. Uh, Ryan Domit was my. Uh, Spades partner. We play against uh, Dozier and Willingham. And one day he was a little late for the card game. We would do it right after BP real quick. And he comes down. He sits down with a big old smile on his face. I'm like, what's happened? Oh, sign a two year extension here. And we just sat and started playing cards again. We're like, all right, cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. nice dummy. Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. Man, Joe Maurer is the dude, huh? Yeah. Just sneaky dude. Like when you, whenever yeah. he needs to be a guy, he can be a guy. Other than that, he's just the nicest person uh, walking the face of the earth. So, not Good bad. Way to do it. Not bad. Yeah, I will be seeing him get his uh, Hall of Fame induction for the Twins. Man, uh, Dalton threw a little. I guess it's trivia, but I don't know where the answer is. But he said he did send Glaber me the answer. Oh, you have the answer. Okay, Trev Glaber Torres and Jordan Alvarez each hit. Their hundredth career homer this week. Which MLB player took the fewest games to reach a hundred home runs? That's got to be a joke, right? You like, tell me. Well, like 
first comes to my mind, Jordan, but then why would he ask this question if it wasn't Glaber? No, I think it's I think it's MLB player, MLB history. Oh, okay. Yes. That between those two is definitely Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh fastest to a hundred. Ryan Howard. That's correct. Wow. Did it in three hundred twenty-five games. I mean, as a member of the hundred club, I mean. Right, right. Keep the other guys in mind. Forgot you boys had that big uh every year. You guys like the uh was it the 85 80 82 dolphins, 78 dolphins. <laughs> Pop some champagne. It's the only uh, thing I did well in the big leagues. Let me have it, bro. You should uh you should you should DM Glaber and Jordan and say welcome. <laughs> welcome Glaber to the club, will read boys. the DM. Glaber will read the DM. I think Glaber's like on Insta. I, I Trev, I respect think it around the you league. should make that a thing. Every time someone joins the club, you should just send like the handshake emoji. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they'll know what it means. Yeah. Uh man, I, I think Bye. that's it. Trev, I, I think we uh I think we covered a lot, landed in a good spot. The first Friday recap on a Thursday. Uh and I'm excited to get back Monday and yuck it up with the boys and see uh see what See what the mean streets of baseball have for us. Love it, man. Way to, way to persevere. Different. 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 All right, everybody. Make sure you rate, subscribe, review, all the good stuff. And uh, enjoy the weekend of baseball. See you in Baltimore, maybe. It sucks. I actually had an Instagram story that said, You said that? Only when you're wearing a Oh, I did see. It helps. <laughs>